Hello and welcome to Ginge and Fringe. Another episode coming to you from under our tent fort. <laughs> We're having quite trouble with it today. The yeah. blankets keep falling down. I don't know what I've done to it, but I've never done it this badly before <laughs> ever. But we're working with it. If you hear a flop halfway through, mm. we've been crushed. <laughs> Hopefully we won't be. Crushed live on air. Makes that would be quite classic. dramatic. I think our viewings would go up. <laughs> what, from the 18? Yeah. <laughs> Hundreds with us and them. Hundreds. You see the brilliance of yeah. Ginger and Fringe. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And we're a week late this week, listeners, I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm sure they're very sad with us. But <laughs> it was all for a good cause. Someone had a birthday. I had a birthday. <laughs> it was my birthday last if week. If that passed anybody by, it was Eva's <laughs> birthday last week. I had a cracking birthday. It was great. Good. I'm 21 for the second year in a row. <laughs> First year was a warm-up act. Have a yeah. pandemic for it. And exactly. This year, come back and try it again. Yeah, I'll just skip to straight to 23, I think. Yeah. You need to be 22, really. You're 21 and a half, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... All, all good vibes really mm-hmm. isn't it and i believe we've got a birthday themed icebreaker today yeah well this is my present to you eva <gasps> is i've thought of an icebreaker and i think it's i think it's okay we're gonna work with it okay okay so um bit out there but if your birthday wasn't 17th of march when would it be what date in the year would you like to be your birthday that's a really <laughs> random icebreaker but i quite like it because i've got a great answer oh lucky that isn't it yeah I would choose the 23rd of March. <laughs> She's moving a whole six days, people. But those six days are quite crucial for oh. several reasons. First of all, 23, my lucky number. Of course. So I always feel a little bit cheated that I'm not on the 23rd yeah. anyway. Um, unfortunately, it is one of my best friend's birthdays. So we would be sharing a birthday. That'd Sorry, Mia. fun, though. Yeah, it could be fun. We could have joint parties. Yeah. yeah exactly. It would be fine. She wouldn't mind me stealing her thunder. <laughs> it would be okay. Um, but also, the most important reason, dun, dun, dun. it would move me from being a Pisces to being an Aries. <laughs> I forgot I hadn't thought of that at all. I, I'm not a Pisces. I don't fit any of the like, You're not creative, a quiet, thoughtful type. <laughs> I'm way more Aries. I'm way more like fiery and just do, don't think. Well, <laughs> no, <laughs> to a certain degree. <laughs> so yeah, I think 23rd would be my pick. And it would also move your St. Patrick's Day so you get a whole day to oh, yourself. I know, I'd quite like, I quite like being on St. Patrick's Day though. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's quite sad. Maybe St. Patrick could move with you. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll take Patrick along with me Take Patrick ride. with you and it could be you, Mir and Pat all on <laughs> the good. 23rd of March. Yeah. Bring it along. Okay, what about you? Well, I think I'm going to go for <laughs> the Easter Bank holiday Monday. Uh, what date is that in me? Um, well, it's not a date, Eva. It uh, would be my birthday was always a bank holiday, though. So your birthday would be a movable feast? My birthday would be a movable feast, indeed. It would be go with the lunar cycle. My mum says that about dinner when she's not sure what time it's ready. It's a movable feast. <laughs> That's quite funny. Yeah. I like well, that. I think that could be my birthday as well. Like, yeah. I don't mean that I get, I could be at any point from March to the end of April. And, and I really like being May, but the problem with May is it's right in the middle of exam season yeah. every year. Like, from about 16 onwards, I've always had an exam on my birthday. Well, that's why um, March is really good because mm, it's like perfect timing between Christmas and summer. It's just when you're feeling a bit of a slump. Exactly. The problem is it's always Lent. Lent. But you wouldn't have Lent. You'd just have Easter holiday, wouldn't you? Yes, I would because I'd be the Monday after. Yeah. And also everybody's looking for something exciting. They've just had this celebration of Easter Sunday. And then you have the celebration of Immy's birthday. Jesus rises, Immy's birthday. Wow, like... so you and Christ are one. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good my Christianity will become over Easter. <laughs> Is that heresy? Possibly. <laughs> we'll work with it. Moving on. Moving on. What are we discussing today? We're discussing the great. 
The Great. This is a Channel 4 series um, that we've watched for a very long time now. We've been watching it since about mid-January, it yeah, feels like. For us, it's quite difficult because it's coming out one episode a week. Yeah, um, we normally really like to just that. watch it all in one day. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then do a podcast and instead we've eked it out. Yeah. Or Channel 4 has eked it out, mm-hmm. rationed it. Um, and it's about um, Catherine the Great of Russia and about her marriage to Peter, uh, Peter the Great's son. And um, how she plans a coup to kind of take over Russia yeah. and all of the hijinks that unravel from that. Yeah. What did you think of it? I thought it was great. I loved oh, it. Great. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> it was going to be made at some point. Yeah. <laughs> like, so putting it out there. How many more times can we say it before the end? <laughs> I was going to say in our tagline for this podcast. Yeah. The great. greatest. Oh, that was good. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> no, so I thought it wasn't what I was expecting it to be. Mm, what were you expecting? I think I was expecting a historical drama. Because, like quite serious. Yeah, quite serious and quite like, well, it could have been funny, but just not as, it's quite crude and lewd for going for rhyming <laughs> nice. um, and very over the top and it's just not something that I thought I'd enjoy mm-hmm. like in the first episode there's a lot of swearing and like yeah lots of sex and it's it's just a bit it's not it's not what I thought it was going to be I thought mm-hmm. it was gonna be all very prim and proper a bit more like Poldark or Downton Abbey mm-hmm. and it, it wasn't like that at all but actually I really warmed up to it once I realized that I didn't have to care as much as I thought I was going to have to. Mm-hmm. I kind of relaxed into it. But it's interesting you say that about caring because you did care quite a lot about them all by the end. I despite... cared so much about them all even. Yeah, despite all the ridiculousness and excessiveness mm. of what they do. Yeah. You actually have real emotional connections with everyone. Well, I think that's the amazing thing, isn't it? Because I, I don't know if you found this too, but like the, over the course of it, it, you just kind of settle in that the, the, the over-the-topness kind of becomes background noise. You don't mm. focus on it as much, which means that when the characters have, like, genuine emotional connections or they make growth or something, you feel it so much more. Yeah. Like, little acts like, I don't know, someone giving somebody else their favourite cake suddenly means so much. <laughs> and on the backdrop of all this horrible killing and sex and, like, yeah. it, it, they feel like such big acts. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What did you think? Yeah, I, I think that the sort of, um, like, parody nature of it really just heighten the contrast with those really sensitive moments yeah and it was really well done it was one of the best things i've watched for a while for sure yeah and great I think, cast as well great cast as well yeah and i think it was it was just really clever in everything that it did mm. like sorry the character arcs the whole way through it were really nice to see like you you look back and because we've been watching it over such a long period of time mm. we kind of forget where they've where they start where they started yeah. and Catherine arrives this really like meek timid girl like really really naive yeah very naive yeah it's probably a better way of putting it sorry um <laughs> and by the end of it she's she's staged a coup basically like mm-hmm. she's set she's out what she's ready to overthrow the russian yeah. government and equally peter's the almost the opposite way around like he starts with this horrible kind of bratish child yeah just throwing a tantrum every time he doesn't get his way and shooting things <laughs> that he doesn't like left right and center <laughs> and by the end of it he's he, he cares for cat like mm. he he really loves her yeah and it's so it's so hard to watch at points because yeah. of that. Well, I think that sort of growth they go on raises quite an interesting question about all of their motives as well. Because at yeah. the beginning, Peter's such a bad ruler. You can understand why Catherine thinks, oh, maybe I could do a better job of this because she's got liberal ideas and she reads French philosophers and she believes in like the printing press and freedom of speech. Mm. All of these great things that we know <laughs> and love. Vaccines. Yeah, vaccines. <laughs> very topical. And... And Peter's there just um, killing and minus violence. And, you know, he decrees that no man's allowed to grow a beard just because he doesn't like beards. And yeah. people get killed for having beards. Mm. 
and all of this. And people think, okay, fair enough, Catherine would be a better ruler. But as Peter gets better, as he goes mm. on this kind of beautiful journey, as he falls in love with her, <laughs> yeah, her reasoning for wanting to take power completely yeah. just loses its way a little bit, I think. I think you're right, because I think it's hard at the beginning, you're right, you can so see where her motive is. And then there's this point about two episodes from the end where um, Sweden and Russia are at war for the whole of the thing, and... Catherine really has really fundamental change there without overthrowing Peter. Yeah, and she can influence him. Yeah. yeah. And this is a really nice moment where the wives of both of the kings are there, kind of talking about not how they're controlling them, but how they're making it work for their countries. Mm. Um, and you can just kind of see that, that that's what Catherine could do if she stayed in power and stayed married to Peter. Um, is that she, bad, though? Is that just like well, power behind the throne? Should we be trying to empower our women exactly. and say yeah kick him out take over completely and, and because she can do it better should she not do it better but I then don't I, know but you just love Peter so much both the end. and I think also this is an argument she made that like maybe Russia's not ready for that change like it's what Catherine wants but is it what Russia wants yeah is it sort of too extreme like if you change things too quickly will it just all fail too much too soon exactly yeah. like there's an outbreak of smallpox at one point and Catherine tries to like a very early form of the vaccine mm. and you just see how ridiculous it seems mm. to inject this little bit of pus that's going to give you smallpox yeah. into everybody and you can just so see it from the Russians perspective being like why would I want to be led by a woman who's actively trying to get smallpox <laughs> like that seems like the daftest thing yeah um which I think is another one of the really clever things because it makes us think about all the freedoms we have now in kind of the light they were then yeah I think it because we're laughing along with so much of it it feels like we're really drawn into the complicity in their like their violence but also their like stupid beliefs or not stupid but outdated beliefs yeah um like the vaccine mm. vaccines don't work and um the stuff there's a the really interesting episode where Catherine introduces a printing press because she's persuaded peter to that it'll mm. be fun basically <laughs> and and you can it really backfires because then people start drawing satirical cartoons of the monarchy and like um, really undermining them and their power, mm. and they have to you know get rid of it at the end. Mm. And you sort of think, oh yeah, maybe they shouldn't have the printing press. Maybe freedom of speech is not a good thing <laughs> yeah. because well, she won't get to be in control. But then you catch yourself, you're like, I love freedom of speech. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I do a podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. I talk all the time. What would we so... do? We wouldn't have a podcast if we didn't I have freedom know. of speech. So maybe maybe we don't like Catherine in that way. No, but Catherine is trying to do all those good things. I, I know. But we're just, I think I, I'm resisting them because you can see what damage they do along with yeah. the good And you just it. love the characters, don't you, so much? Are we just resistant to change, do you Oh, think? yeah, well, I don't like change. This is well documented. <laughs> Maybe it reflects more on us that we didn't want them to introduce <laughs> yes. the printing press. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> change my bed sheets and that's about it. Like, no more change in my life. Every week. Every week. <laughs> see previous washing episode. <laughs> Yeah, I I think it's really hard, but it also raises some really interesting questions. I think the female characters in it are really interesting as well. Like yeah. they're all such complex characters. Yeah, you... there's no two D character in this. Like there's quite a lot of main characters. Yeah, and I got a, we got a really interesting look into all of their psyches. Mm. And you don't really understand any of them, and that's what I think is so exciting for series two mm. because we still like we've this is. It's more than an introduction, but like we know bits about everybody, but I have no concept of where anybody's going to go in the next series. Like, yeah. who will betray Catherine? Who will stick with her? Who will side with Peter? Like, yeah, that's I what's really good about the show. Actually, it keeps you on your toes, and you can be watching an episode and then literally gasp out loud because you didn't yeah. see it going somewhere. Mm. And yeah, the characters constantly surprise you. And and I think also like 
on that note like bits of that kind of shock you as well in terms of things sometimes become really sad really quickly mm. like this incident where they go out to the, the battlefield and yeah. um it's there's just so much death and destruction all around but that's really highlighted by this this weird um parody nature of it where you've got these two women from court dressed up to the nines in beautiful silk gowns and really bright colors mm. handing out like pistachio macaroons <laughs> to the wounded soldiers and missing limbs and yeah. bleeding out and also and the soldiers are so grateful at the same time like yeah. they honestly think this is the best thing ever that yeah. these women have come to give them these macaroons but it's just such a token gesture of the utmost but also because Catherine and her aunt Elizabeth who's with them at the time is they're so shocked by it all as well mm. that you kind of it highlights all the tragedy that's going on yeah it's really good at those extremes really who was your favourite female character um, I really liked Mariel, uh-huh. who was um, Catherine's servant. Yeah. Because I think she's got a really interesting backstory in the fact that she st- she was a lady at court and then she got demoted because her family had, like, shame brought upon it. Mm. Um, and uh, you're never really sure of her intentions the whole way through. Yeah. She's ultimately the one who starts the idea of the coup because... Um, Catherine at the beginning is a bit like, oh, I'm going to kill myself. I'm just going to give up. <laughs> I'm going to give up. Let me slip my wrist. And Mario's like, let me basically bring a bl- bucket for your blood. <laughs> like, basically get grip. Um, if you don't like it, change it kind of thing. Yeah. And that's where Catherine gets the idea from. Mm. And Mario's this huge driving force the whole way through. Um, but I think also she's really underestimated mm. by everyone, not only like the men at court, but Catherine as well herself. Yeah. Like, Mario wants this coup to happen so that she can regain her status mm. at court, basically. And El- Catherine knows this, but still at the end, she's saying, oh, Mario, I need you with me to dress me and all of this. Yeah. And, it's- and I think there's real potential for their friendship, which was so strong to really mm. start to disintegrate. And I think that's one of the nice things you do see these female friendships being really strong. Like, there's a point where Catherine loses the respectable women at court, and Mara's like, You need to slap me down. Like, you, <laughs> that's your only option to regain the status. <laughs> is, to hit me. is to hit me. And, like, she's just not afraid to pull her punches. Like, yeah. she doesn't mince her words or, like, say she knows what needs to be done and she's not afraid to get it done. Yeah. Um, Actually, I, I think a lot of the women in this are the ones that drive the action. Mm. The men sort of just ponce about, being a bit useless and. Yeah. That's sort of lovable, but dim. <laughs> that's a really interesting point, isn't it? Is that like um, Catherine comes to court and within six months she changes. She everything. changes everything. Yeah, um, which is a really nice point that mm. like shows that she's the one driving all of it. Because I think Peter would have been perfectly content to go around shooting people. Yeah, forever. Um, and there's a slightly interesting thing with Peter's mother as well, because she's this ever-present yeah. force, and you never, you haven't quite unpacked that relationship and what's going on. Definite mummy issues. Definite mummy issues. <laughs> Yeah, that's a really good point, actually, that it, although Peter the Great, his father, is a kind of role model of him and he needs to live up to that kingship, it's really yeah. the, his mother who dominates it because they've got her dead body kind of mummified yeah, kind in, of. in the halls and he, you know, has conversations with it and, mm. yeah. And you hear these, like, little snippets of what his childhood was like where his mother was constantly hating on him. Yeah. And he was just, all he wanted was to seek her approval. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny, isn't it? That, and he does then, goes on to do that with Catherine. Mm. Um, and actually it's the women who can make the changes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But then it's interesting with Catherine as well in the way she kind of does it with um, Peter because I think she's just very, she kind of manipulates him and she they start <laughs> to get on yeah. when she starts to play his game. Yeah. So maybe that comes back to like the power thing at the beginning. I don't know. She, she doesn't want to play his game anymore. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen in series two? Because series two is coming out soon. Yeah, I don't know. 
I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I think that's this exciting thing is I have... Because I, th- I thought at the beginning of this series I knew where it was going to go yeah. and it just didn't. Well, this is the other interesting thing is we thought it finished at episode eight. Yeah. And then there were another two episodes and we were like, wow. Well, I really liked the end of episode eight. I thought it was, it was just they finished the war in Sweden, basically, mm. and Catherine had done really good diplomacy and... Yeah, sorted yeah. it all out essentially, mm. and it ended with her sort of smiling and being like, "I can be good in the future. Yeah. I think of the power I can wield." And then there's two more episodes mm. where more happens, yeah. and the actual ending is also very really good. good. <laughs> yeah, and also very stressful, but in a totally like a different way. Mm. So, yeah, I've got no concept what's going to happen, and that really excites me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just think they've just set it all up really well. So, where do you think this would sit on our ginger fringe, fringe scale? scale? What an excellent question. Um, I loved this. Yeah. I thought it was cracking. Um, I thought it was fun and new and exciting. Mm-hmm. So I've chosen Whoa. a fun, new and exciting fringe. Lovely. Which is a bit, bit out there. Out there. A bit extreme. I'm going to go with Sia. Lovely. Eagle-eyed listeners. Eagle-eared listeners. Bat-eared listeners. Very good. Bat-eared listeners of our podcast. <laughs> will remember that she was at the top of my ginger fringe scale. This is high praise, Emma. So it's very high praise. Um, but it's a exciting fringe and you never you don't know what's underneath the fringe, just like we don't Lovely. know what's coming around the corner in series two. Oh, perfect. I go. love it. Thanks. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Here's> your ginger. <laughs> my ginger is Elizabeth the First. Ah, I think historical. Historical, links in well with Catherine the Great. Um, she ruled that man at her side. She was like quite trailblazing what she managed to achieve when she was in power. She never had any children. She was willing to like not sacrifice her principles just to get married and continue the, the line kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like she was very headstrong and determined to do that um and i think she's just a really good example of a female ruler and i think that's kind of who Catherine's trying to be in that way as well so Lovely. i thought yeah i think that's how i do it but i really i loved it you know i thought it was really good yeah i think everyone should definitely try and watch this yeah and follow up for series two and then tell us what you think because we've got lots more thoughts yeah <laughs> there's only one word we can end this episode on Amy. <laughs> it's true <laughs> three two one huzzah, huzzah! <laughs>